And that's why I think I'd be an excellent addition to your team here. I hope you'll consider me for this prestigious position, especially considering your HR department is so generous with standing desks. Oh, thank you. Uh, we'll be in touch. Stephen will validate your parking. Bye now. Well, he was extremely well qualified and professional in demeanor. I have to say, oh yeah, that's true. I think he's a t- he's a top contender. Uh, we do have one more applicant to see. Uh, Stephen, can you send Connor Hurley in, please? Mindsers, tis the thrill of a lifetime for you to grace such a plebeian as I with your benevolent visages. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, thank you, young man. Yeah, you are uh, so unusual. So, Mr. Hurley, how would you help Tesla Motors increase our profits while still pursuing innovation? Oh, I think I'll let my colleague answer that. Well, this is disgusting. Don't you get it? He's talking about renewable ethanol and natural methane gas. Oh, I just thought he was a weirdo. Young man. You present some intriguing arguments, but how do you plan on implementing them? Oh, I don't know. Maybe by eating lots of beans. I just don't know if that's economically viable. When it comes to Connor Hurley, you're going to have to convince convince me. Welcome to Convince Me, the show where a wide-angled hypotenuse tries to convince a couple of interceptics to get on board with their dis-secant-ive, sometimes downright Pythagorean obsession. Yeah! Oh, man. Uh, usual. I'm your host, Jeff Kaufman. I did geometry in eighth grade, whereas a lot of people did it in ninth grade. Um, And do it in ninth grade. (laughs) <laughs> and you're uh you're listening to convince me uh people come on and uh, try to, to get us into something that they're into um we've got sitting across from me we got another another one of your hosts ben castle here oh today. that's me uh uh catchphrase and uh with his famous catchphrase we got thayer for shit uh it's actually the french cat meow meow excuse me and uh our guest today <laughs> Is writer, comedian, and all around, you know, just the guy you don't want around in your life, uh, Connor Hurley. <laughs> yeah, Connor! Thank you for having me in the studio, boys. Um, can I ask you a question? What up yes. with that red arm? Oh, Whoa! What up with that red arm? Um, true fans will realize the last time I was on this pod, I said that exact same line, opening, and the what up with the red arm joke came back. So, <laughs> I didn't re-listen, I just remembered. Uh, loved that first time you were on the episode loved it so much we're doing another one me no talk well Um, yes listen up if you do well on the podcast (laughs) you're probably going to come back or it just so happens we don't have enough friends so you'll probably come back that's true as well (laughs) there's also that so either one incentive either one um so today uh we have a sort of particular peculiar episode mm. of convince yeah, me peculiar. um Indeed. connor is going to convince us uh to be connor hurley uh, in a sense uh we're gonna walk through his life <laughs> sort of the yeah, big the big decisions he's made throughout his life and the guiding principles that he's used and we're gonna ask ourselves would i do that given given you know we all have different backgrounds. Would I do sure. that? That's a Steve yeah, Urkel exactly. Ref. Exactly. Anyway. Wait, Steve yeah. Urkel just walk in here? Nope. Okay. Um, just checking. Just checking. So, so I guess you know, with every every start of every episode, we got to talk about success metrics. Um, what, yes. what? 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 What is a success when we walk out today? Uh, anyone can pipe in. Uh, for me, a success would just be a deep and profound understanding of the man that is Connor Hurley. Yeah, for me, it would be just you call me a good person and just validation. Hey, buddy, and I'll I do that right now. Craving. You're a great person. Oh, can you laugh for me? Oh, no, look at this guy. Yes, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Hey. <laughs> oh, it's not an issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. We're having fun. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, let's start it off. Um... <laughs> 
That's it. We need more success metrics. I would say I would say the way I dress. Maybe if my style is slightly influenced. Yeah, well, let's get into the inner psyche there. Um, why I dress like I do. Uh, if you started on wearing like different socks, like mismatched socks, would that be a good metric? Ooh, that's we a, can talk about yeah, that. We'll talking under that. the table. That's a, that's a big portion of my life. Yes. Are they, they are indeed mismatched. Dog today. with sunglasses and on the right on the left you got Paisleys. For me, as success will be if I legally change my name to Connor Hurley. Oof. So. Steep hill to climb. <laughs> Good luck to you. Sort of best, a surface level. Best of luck to you. Thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <sighs> oh, this is going to be fun. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're here to talk today uh, about Connor is, is sort of the, the main thesis. So let's get started. Connor, what... Where did it all begin? Uh, San Francisco, February 28th, 1995. 28th. 6.30-ish in the morning. I came right out, and boy, was I smiling. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, Mama, did you birth me into this world? And she was all like, mm-hmm. And I was like, Mama, do you think I'm going to have a good time? And she was all like, mm-hmm. I said, Mama, what you going to name me? And she said, one sexiest name, Connor. And I was like... Damn, that's some good stuff. I feel like we're focusing a lot on the name. <laughs> um, it's working that? for me, dude. So Love I, what I'm hearing. I have uh, three younger sisters, Allie, Alexandra Quinn Hurley, Kate Hurley, and Grace Hurley, all separated by two years. If you did the math, I'm 21 years old. So one of my sisters yep. is 19, one of them 17, one of them 15. More, oh, you're the oldest. I'm eh? the oldest. Uh, funny, you should ask. Uh, my father used to work for Tesla Motors. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a little nod. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah fun so, stuff. What did he do? He was the head of building these showrooms, sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does he not? When so did he... we have a really big showroom. Oh, nice. Johnny Carson just walked in the. Did he? Is that Johnny Carson? Yes, <laughs> um, I just got confused between Johnny Carson and other. I think old... it's Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Yeah, it's Ed yeah, Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. What's wrong with me? So, so your dad did showrooms. Yeah. Um, he was the mastermind. Yeah, uh, my father was definitely present in my life, but even right now, I still get scared calling him on the phone. Interesting. <laughs> what Interesting. goes? Do what's... we want to get into this? Yeah. What's the, the fear? Um, you're allowed to. You're well, allowed to veto there's, anything. There's such yeah, the today. mythic, the mythos of the father figure, how he gives you knowledge and he imparts you and brings you past the threshold of manhood. Mm-hmm. And these are all jokes, but these are something I full heartedly believe in. Um, yeah, yeah. And I never had that. I don't think I ever will have that. My dad seems more like a oh, he's a quiet guy and would rather just kind of sit by himself than sure talk to me. And I. You're like, like imbuing all this significance onto him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just a dude." Exactly. Right. Which is had mythological. Many, it's a mi- yeah. it's a myth We've about had dads. Many conferences about that where he's like, "I just want to hang out with you as Connor, not my son." I said, "Ah, oh, fuck, that's not what I want." I and, want you're, you to- and you're holding like two fishing poles, like ah. Oh, <laughs> and I have a bucket hat. Yeah. I have two bucket hats on. Whereas um, you're sitting in this conference room with him, and he's trying to get get stuff done. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was a lot of it. Uh, gosh, um. I guess when presenting me as Connor Hurley, I guess, what do you think of when you met me? I know Thayer pretty well. Uh, we missed our friendship anniversary, so we're going to talk about that later. Um, <sighs> but what if... Oh, wow. Do you keep track of those for real? It was uh, around uh, May. It was late May. It was late May. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. It, was it, was, it was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, what if we role play uh, like you haven't met me? Okay. Or or someone you haven't met someone and then we go through like the, what are the things you do so that the listener can get an idea okay, of okay. what meeting first Connor impression yeah. yeah 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 wait uh, should first I be bowl. me or should I be someone else um you can you can be let's just start it and we'll see okay we'll figure it out I'll just do whatever voice naturally comes, comes out of your head cool good Connor Hurley it's me oh, Cliff Oxenball it's good to meet you uh I I wanted you want a hoagie. Oh gosh, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Notice oh, how oh that's hand. a weird shake handshake. Exactly. That's a lady it's a handshake. Very Victorian. Oh my gosh, yeah. uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I love your stuff. It's great. Um, 
All right, see you. Bye. Oh, see that you. was nothing first, like that was a lie. No, I want to redo. First uh, key to a first impression: leave immediately. That's not a joke. It's <laughs> not a joke. You I like, do walk away. I I've walk seen away that happen. So I met. We hugged today, and I said, uh, "Can I use the bathroom?" Yeah, it's, you want to leave? This is interesting. Okay, intimacy is terrifying. We mm. joke about it, and oh, it's terrifying to me. I mean, you're married. That's amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> I I don't think I've ever had like a girlfriend for longer than a couple months. And, and then, right now uh, you're you're referring to talking to someone for the first time the for more than time. thirty seconds as intimacy. Yeah. Oh. Enough. Oh yeah. Definitely. You're putting we that can in delve that. into the psyche that is yeah. Connor Hurl. I'll just go down. Uh, I think this is an important thing. Uh, fifteen. Let's start at fifteen because that's when you know. Uh, what's the word? Psychological development starts. Uh, high school, sure, like okay. puberty, exactly. in- Influenced. Yeah, you start to have non-spatial hairs reasoning. Down yeah, there. hairs down there. Six oh, as well. Gosh. Yeah. Um, but abstract. Are we thinking. talking about butt hairs? There was. It was. I think sixteen or seventeen, where I actively looked in the mirror and thought. I don't want to wear t-shirts and shorts anymore. And I actively told myself, because all I did at was 15 t-shirts and shorts. And I thought, ah. it's, it's, it's weird. Cause casualness is so valued in society lately. Uh-huh. Um, not lately. I'm not a, uh, I'm sounding gross right now, but, um, everything's like, Oh, no, I'm just relaxing here. And absolutely you, like ni- absolutely. every nineties music video, the person wearing the suit, that's the bad guy. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. You're trying the, to, in the yes. 90s, it's as baggy as they come. Exactly. You know, like... And then it's like, oh, well, that's if we look at American fashion, you could trace it pretty easily of like, oh, the lapels turned down and the ties went from strings to long things. It's very, very trackable. And why is wearing a suit so bad? I, I love it. I I'm love, right on board with you. I love people wearing a suit. I love yeah. being presentable to people. I love wearing ties. And I don't, it's not hard. It's very simple to tie a tie on. I'm, Connor's got a great tie on right now. It's a knit tie. Exactly. And around 16, I had a lot of things like, because you have a grandmother and she buys you nice clothes. And I, I thought, do. Why, why don't I wear these? Why don't I actually actively show up to a school where it is really the only thing is to be judged and judged other people while uh. trying to do basic arithmetic? I started geometry in tenth grade. Not good at math. Um, <laughs> it's it's okay. I was ju- I wasn't trying to like. I was just saying. You know, I did something earlier. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, sure, it doesn't yeah. mean that everybody else did it later. It kind of does. I think that's how think that's order right. works. It's interesting when I when I when I think of your personality, mm-hmm. I think of this guy lives and breathes comedy. <laughs> I think what right. I agree. Like uh, I think you I think you are like constantly like yeah, you're living it. You oof. right? Well, yep, yeah. everything passes through a very particular filter, especially right now. I'm so nervous right now. Microphones are terrifying, guys. Oh my gosh, recording your voice, but then again you think, yeah. I want to give my ego a little pet. Ooh. Right. You yeah, listen to that good. voice. And it's, yeah. You listen to that voice. Yeah. And you want to show the world what kind of silly you listen Billy to that you voice. Are. I, yeah. I like to promote that you should pet the ego a lot because it's there and it's fun to pet and it's really good. And I'm talking to three people who record their own voices into a microphone for no every one to single listen week. every week. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just thanks to the bots. Quick shout out. Um, thanks but to Jeff's mom. Fif- 15 was also the first time I ever went to any sort of like a therapy, like any sort of mm-hmm. like sit down, talk therapy and got prescribed. What was it? What was Funny it? pills. It seems like, well, what's the Sopranos Riddlin? one? So it was like um, Sopranoflex. Oh. Yes, yeah, like Prozac. It was like the thing that like uh, he gets is like, oh, this is turning out great. And she's is like, it, it doesn't start for another two weeks. Uh. And he's like, Bruh, but I'm a garbage man, guys. <laughs> well, let's do a scene from Sopranos with this character <laughs> and Cliff Huxtable. Um, but oh. it was this time where I really, 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 really became aware of what I was doing and how I was presenting myself. And when you say I live and breathe comedy, that's funny, but uh. Yeah, I actively really, really try to always formulate things and always uh, pass it through this weird, not weird membrane, but it is like a membrane of sort that, oh, yeah, what's what's the thing about that? What's, yeah. what's, the, the, what's the word? Truism. Take mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Truism. And then, oh, do this one thing three times? Okay, I got that. I got that. Let's do that three times. We're out. We're out. If, it, if it can be said, say it. Oh, you know? immediately. Yes. Say it yes. the first thing you say. Um, but... It was later after high school. God, high school was so fun for everyone. <laughs> I had a great time. I'm just going to say. I had a harder time in junior high, I feel like. Did you have a harder time in junior high? Kyle? I was so 
overweight for junior mm-hmm. high and high school that, yeah, I didn't have fun. So what you're trying to say is, you're a loser then, oh, you're a loser, loser now. now. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I totally agree. I just want to say, I just want to, like, you know, st- sticking with this uh, this li- living, breathing comedy thing. Like, I feel like I, I get into a room when I, like, meet someone and I'm like, yeah, you know, my day was good, I... I got some coffee and I like returned some stuff at Goodwill. Like I don't, I don't get at it right away. Like I, I'll like maybe, yeah, like slip into something if something funny comes up. But like I don't, I don't like constantly run that motor. And I know a lot of people who do because I'm in the improv world. Yes, oh, you do improv, dude. So maybe that's something that we're trying to like, you know, get get me to do. Sure, today. you do, you uh, you just full full blown you from the get go. And yeah, I blame that entirely on anxiety that mm. yeah the motor is constantly running and therein lies the problems when i'm alone and staring at my walls and talking to myself um back to bead 15 we'll revisit uh, that later. yeah, well, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> ooh, yeah we can really uh these aren't like life choices i got let's get to those like bad like not bad life choice i got super into marijuana Ooh, already convinced. (laughs) Love it. Marijuana, as it relates to, uh, you were talking about your first prescription. Yeah, my first prescription. Was the first prescription for anxiety and depression or just anxiety? Oh, yeah. It was like a blanket thing. And then I'm 15. Man can't control me. Oh, you didn't didn't want to take them? No, not not really. And uh, but you got into self medicating with oh, marijuana. Yeah, pretty pretty at like senior year, and I realized I only did it for a year, but quickly became a problem. And uh, there was a t- a time after high school that I don't. I didn't talk to a lot of people. I didn't relate with a lot of mm-hmm. people. I didn't social anxiety. This is classic you... high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like but enhanced. And then you. I couldn't uh, talk to my parents. And this is uh, I talked how vulnerable this is. But uh, the only this way is, yeah. towards later in uh, like the senior year of junior year of high school, the only way I can really talk with my parents, who I still called my best friends because it was cute to say, "Oh, my mom's my best friend." That is. So oh, fuck that's cute. cute, dude. Exactly, but I disturbing. It wasn't true. It wasn't true at all. I think my mom's fine. I just don't really know her very well. Um, oh As you shouldn't, any, like any on us? a friend level. Yes. Yeah, it's weird to know. You. Well, Jeff, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and then it was the only like I the only way I could relate with them is just through tears. And really, I used to cry in front of them in public just so they can like say, "Hey, man, it's gonna be okay." Interesting. And that yeah. little form of validation was enough. And now, are you a pretty crier? Or is it like real ugly, like Claire Danes? I feel For those who haven't seen Claire Danes cry, definitely look it up. It's more on that spe- side of the we'll spectrum. Like, I don't know what the other gentler criers are. It's Bruce Willis, a gentle crier. I don't know. Um, oh, he's got to be. He's got to oh, be, gotta right? be. And lover. Exactly. Um, but there was this point where uh, that was the only way I can talk with them. And then, other than the validation of laughter, which we talked about earlier, Oof. I wasn't getting anything in terms of. Uh, emotional nutrition. Mm. Like, I wasn't Ooh, taking great my what was, So, like, when you think about emotional nutrition at that age, what mm. were you craving? Like, what would be the ideal? The uh, ideal would be just self acceptance. Like, that's what I was oh. of yourself, of like from, of yourself yeah. to yourself. Be- yeah, yeah. Looking back, the Connor Preach. Hurley experience is just the word shame over uh, and over. But and I, over I feel again. like uh, I mean, this is why you're so good at comedy, stroking that ego for you, dude. You can pay me later. But uh, uh, I mean, I feel like that's just cla- comedians uh, are just like they hate themselves, and then they go up on them, especially stand-ups. If you ever go to an indie stand-up show, it's just a open therapy session. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. self-deprecation is really relatable. I call to it self- everyone of there. I call it self-defecation because I'm kind of nice. Oh, dude, sick joke. Uh, it's it's part of the whole if if it can be said, say it kind of thing, right? Like, yes. Like a lot yes. of people repress these things; they don't want to talk about it. But if you do it from like a comedic perspective. And it opens things up. Yeah, if we were to yeah. theorize, and I'm sure there's many books written about this, is that's why it was such a boom when it happened and has continued to boom. It's just, oh gosh, yeah, these are my things and mm. observational humor is like, yes, I'm laughing because that's true. I get that. Yeah, Thank that you, 80s. Dale and Charna. Like, okay, Guys, I have a book you can check out. <laughs> For example, like when you, when you came in today, yeah. I was I was on my phone writing that genius geometry intro with the hypotenuse and the Pythagorean <laughs> theorem. I was working on that. I was on the couch and I was on I was on my phone. And you were doing all the intros and everything was so everyone was friendly except for me. And you were like, "Hey, hey Jeff, over here, being cool guy." And it was like it's true. Like I was thinking about it in my head. I was like, "I'm being an asshole right now." And you like brought it out. Yeah, and it's, it's like instead of like out the obvious. Kinda. In, yeah, instead yeah. of like being like, "No, I'm just gonna like 
massage this, be gentle, like sweep it under the rug. Like you go for it. You go like head on into it. Um, I like that. Yeah, because after this, uh, this, I, this is leading right into these breakdowns that I was having. Uh, I and like I, I am now uh, like two plus years sober from anything, nice. any uh, uh, mind altering, and uh, it was that point when I kept crying and kept doing drugs and just didn't talk to anyone that my parents were like, oh, dude, we don't know what the fuck we're gonna do with you. Yeah, yeah. So they sent me were to, you in college at that point, or you're uh, living at home? Just left college. Okay. Just dropped out for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to American University. Spent Dude, we so many... we paths in D.C. Exactly. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know Didn't it. Didn't even know. We were both in D.C. Uh, there was a place called Dog Park, which me and my friend, friend, referred to as Bark Bark Park. And the oh. fun part of saying Bark Bark Park was saying it inaudibly going, Bark 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 Park. <laughs> and then there was later... Love uh, these old bits. That's a great dog bit. Parks. Um, and then... <laughs> Big, big dog park guy. Yeah. I heard dog park and I am. Wait a minute, I'm no. in. He's just over in a fantasy land thinking about puppies. Well, there was later uh, uh, getting into LSD that I visited that place a lot. And, uh, it was very Swedish chef themed. Yeah, I Everyone is going just for maybe three hours. Oh man, LSD Connor's brain sounds amazing. Okay, I don't know how. I don't. I haven't known how to stop this at all up until this point. So I'm just going to stop it. We got to take a commercial break. I think LSD is always a good stopping point. But I think that's a good stopping point. But we'll pick back up in just a bit. Hey, listener. I don't have to tell you about Audible, the incredibly successful audiobook service that lets you consume books through your ears. But the thing with Audible is, they're only using one of your senses. Sure, your ears are really happy listening to War and Peace, but what about your eyes? Introducing Visible, the electronic visual book service. Visible hires experienced, skillful actors to silently read thousands of books on video for your visual enjoyment. Our newest release is an artistic black-and-white film of Stephen Tobolowsky silently reading David Weiss's novelization of the film Jingle All the Way, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a real page-turner! Try Visible today with a free one-month unlimited trial for only $10 per video. Visible! Experience a book with your eyes! Stephen Tobolowsky. Yeah, they got him. I'd that love, was a big gift for Visible. Love to see that guy read. Love, love yeah. to see him I mean, read. keep in mind, he's not reading out loud. He's reading silently to himself I mean, when you watch. And the yeah, fun yeah. part about a Tobolowski read is you're going to get that head down. You're going to see that nice shiny head of hey, his. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, right back into it. Bing. Um, so yes. then I thought about dying a lot. Uh, <laughs> immediately. Let's cool. go. Uh, like, like you do. Yeah, uh, death, suicide, all that stuff, and realize, mm. oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta leave. Oh, this is a problem. <laughs> this is like um, hitting your bottom a little bit. Oh yeah, big time. Is big it rocky time. down there? Ooh, very rocky. It's uh, a rock bottom. I think my record is going four days without talking to a single person. Wow. A single That's human impressive. being. Never really. That's thought a lot. That's that. a lot of. That's... What was the feelings that would come up when you would like want to interact with or? Th- the thought of like going to a grocery store and having to say hi to someone such supreme self-loathing self-loathing mm. whatever that it would not even begin to enter my brain that that would be a possibility that sounds so difficult uh, and also like so incongruous because like you're such a person that brings so much joy to people when they see you exactly there was this big yeah. turn and i it was this i remember this moment very clearly i'm laying on bed i have very upset stomach and this is disgusting and please don't, don't judge love, me for it we love diarrhea i started just throwing up Oh. And there was a point where I didn't go to the bucket. Out of, I like, just, anxiety? No. You throw up? Just I was done. Uh, I was okay. done with something. You just didn't so care just with your Powerful shit. And then my father came in and he's like, we, I don't, what are you doing? And I said, I, I don't know. Yeah. And then I went to Arizona to uh, the rehab, uh, really. It was rehab. Uh, and that was a point where I realized, oh, gosh, I know how I interact with other people. And it's just... Wow, look at me, I'm dancing. Fart noise, kissy noise. Um, yeah. And I like doing that because I think it's fun. But it was at that point I realized, oh gosh, yeah, I gotta I gotta start being cooler to myself. And it, yeah. in the lovely areas of Tucson, only been there once. Is it? Seemed really is it hot. lovely? I don't know. It's it beautiful. I, I was in, in a locked institution for 30 days. Oh, man. Did not see the outside. Yeah. But I brought a chair out a fold-out chair sat in the middle of the desert like walked out pretty past the boundaries this was bad i was breaking the rules but walked into this field of cactuses and i saw these brown squirrels just run up and it was followed by these quails and these quails just had hatched 
So there's like nine little baby quails running along, and this quail's mother is just running down, you know, running away from predators and whatnot. I've seen tarantulas and all these things. And this mountain range just caves in. It looks like a beautiful valley. It was just, and then the sun started to set. And I realized it was just this one moment, and it wasn't really like an enlightenment. It wasn't uh, me standing up from my gecko tree, the Buddha. Um, but it was me realizing I want to participate in this, 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 all of the reality and universe, and I really want to be a part of it. And I stood up and I started crying. I was so happy, and I walked back and. That was it. It's amazing. It's like a spiritual awakening. Damn, kind it, of, was just, it was. It was the moment where I say, oh, now I realize I can try with myself and others. Like, mm. I can be what Jeff says. Like, oh, yeah, like popping off. I got to think. I got to think. Be on your feet. I am actually not a big fan of improv just for that reason. I can't stand it when I mess up and, like, say a bad joke. Oh, you just like, beat right, yourself up right. about it? Exactly. Yeah. Or even when, like... You have, I've to have only low d- standards for yourself to do improv, I think. It, well, it's, <laughs> yes, it's I have incredibly true. low standards for myself. That's it's, why I love improv. It's funny because uh, I've only done improv when I was like 19 in Oakland. So the You got I'm paid not, for it, dude. Don't, I, don't, I, I, yeah. I did get paid $5 Whoa, once. Getting paid to do improv. <laughs> um, Everyone's dream. I'm going to lower the standards for Oakland improv. And I don't know if you could say the same about Berkeley improv. That it's, When oh, you come down yeah. here, it's an immediate world explosion yeah, any, well, any, that's yeah. what I, I like to call them the regional theaters right the regional yes, theaters yes. anything out of la or new york or chicago is it's a bit of a toss yeah and then throughout that i've been diag- uh, back right to it uh throughout that, i've been by, i've been uh diagnosed with a schizophrenia mm-hmm. uh before uh some people say it's not real so i do when you said see some things i sometimes do have uh what the doctors call hallucinations. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, this you're, is the reality you're experiencing is different than the reality everyone else is Yeah, or sometimes just illusions. And I'm upplaying it a little bit because I think I'm very okay with them. But uh, well, yeah. I think you have like such a rich inner life, it's probably easier for you to like entertain those, would you say? Yeah. yeah. Do you have tulpas? Do you know what that is? I don't think so, What's no. a tulpa there? Tulpa is, uh, it's like uh, kind of a, a voice you create in your head, but like people... I like to, they're kind of like imaginary friends. But oh yeah, they but can you be give like into it. Yeah. Okay. Who you are? Yeah. Um, I don't know what the boundary is because like I talk to myself. Obviously, well, I think sure. it's, like, it's like another. It's almost like multi personality, but it's like on the fence of like. I think I'm totally like on the spectrum of that. Where I'm, like, I talk to myself. I all the time. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what is what are oh, you a lot of in, to, I have Jeff. a lot of internal debates. Yeah, but I think that's your way of like uh, consciously working out like a problem. Right, right, right. But, yeah, uh, typically with. Uh, I think. I think it, what I'm saying is, I think it's a continuum, and I think okay. that some people sure. are a lot more quiet to themselves than others, and I can just go off. I go off to myself. Hence the I'm insomnia. With yeah, I'm with you. I, I could completely relate sense. to that. I'm just and, trying to like compete with you right now. <laughs> for, it's, not, for it's not even competition because awesome. right now you're winning as the host of Convince <laughs> Me, the greatest podcast. Subscribe on now, though. Yeah. Subscribe yeah. now, please. Subscribe now. Um, and that's why he's back. Exactly. That's why he's back. Flat. <laughs> it is that thing because I've met Thayer before, and I don't know if listeners at home know Thayer. This guy says the most terrible things to himself. It's so bad. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. It's hysterical, and everyone I think enjoys it for the most part. But it's also like, oh gosh, man, it's enjoyable. You but you hear him be like, I'm, I suck at comedy, and you're like, you don't though. Like you're you a suck, funny dude. Man. Yeah, watch that clip every morning, guys. You suck, man. <laughs> Suck at comedy from Louie? Yeah, from Louie. Highly recommend it. We'll post it on our Twitter. Uh, I just I feel like that's like part of being a comedian, though. You exactly, know? and that's um, being a comedian. Yeah, it. But it is talk it about is almost like a, it is like <laughs> we could even go like even like almost douchier into like oh yeah the Jungian archetypes and like oh the comedian and the roles we play. But that is I don't think that's douchey. I think that's that, that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so when I came uh, out here to LA, which was for medical reasons, like I went to a hospital here, like, and I had to. Where are you get from? Fi- San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. Right. Um, Sorry, where are I'm you here. from? I'm here. Gosh, and you know what's lame, guys? The Rorschach tests are just like the ten same pictures over again. I don't get it either. Uh, are they actually Jeez. doing that? Is that like yeah, a real Rorschach's thing? still I've valid test? Three times. Is it actually? A I've done valid it three test? times. Uh, it's I. W- 
oh, from my limited, I'm not a psychologist, yeah. but my wife is. Oh, so yeah. from my oh. limited knowledge of this, very limited knowledge of this, my wife. <laughs> I would think, yeah, yeah, good job. Thanks. Uh, I would think still funny. I they swear. don't. They wouldn't seem valid for you because you're too imaginative and creative of a person. They're just gonna be like crazy stories well the problem is i think my memory is um, is really good like i didn't re-listen to that episode i clearly remember the first time i said uh, the first word i said yeah. was thank you, thank you for coming to the studio boys i know what jeff was wearing you were wearing your shirt like the gray one with the flowers on yep. it with the button down yep. no i know what thayer was wearing thayer was no wearing his gray shirt with the button all the way up yep. oh yeah oh yeah a yellow shirt oh what's happening with that button today thayer it's just uh saturday trying to let loose a bit but it's the same also ten. this shirt's way too tight for my neck <laughs> so i gave the same answer big neck I was like, He's that looks a like a bunny running on something. It's yeah. Like exactly. You have a, yeah, that's shit. an incredible gift, that memory. Um, yeah. Could help with improv. Yeah. Are you like uh, <laughs> like Monk? It's a gift and a curse? Yeah, I'm a lot like Tony Shalhoub wow, in not, more ways than one. <laughs> can't say I'm hearing enough Monk references in my life. Nice work. Okay, so nice so another thing, another thing I want to like pick into, because... This is great. This so is, far. This Loving is the difference between you and me, is you're involved in comedy, sketch comedy specifically, mm. but you don't do improv. So, Precisely. What, and that's, that's a... It's like a... You don't want to fail, basically, or you don't want to do shit. You don't want to do something shitty on stage. Have you seen my improv, dude? Have you seen I'm doing it. anyone's improv? I'm so in my head. Anyone's there. improv. I feel like this is a convince you yeah. right now. Yeah. To join daddy This is a little bit of a convince <laughs> you. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Um, there is... there. Uh, you guys have talked about this. Every human being in this uh, three and a half million people metropolitan area have talked about this. Yeah, it's a cesspool of shame when it's bad improv. Mm. It is just no one feels good because we are all empathetic creatures. And when we see someone fail as a group, our herd instincts kick in and go, oh, gosh, should I throw up too? Because you ate something poisonous. Should we all feel bad right now? (laughs) Well, I I think your empathy is higher than average. So you can't stand those shows. You have a lot of empathy. You can feel other people's feelings pretty quick, right? And I force myself to laugh, and I tell myself, I do all those things. But but when I'm reading sketches, those are are real, right? Those are real? Because you can't can't be saying this right Um, now. I've got a (laughs) borner. (laughs) I coined that phrase. It was a Jason Bourne sketch. I've got a borner. I like that a lot. I love it. I like that a lot. He had uh, amnesia about having safe sex. um, It's really funny. I see Jeff on stage and I go, oh gosh, he knows how to listen. And this is, is, I'm not trying to like stroke your your wiener. Um, But uh, it's the thing is, I notice a lot of times. (laughs) Because Thayer comes out and does a really big pause. He goes, yeah, uh, sounds good. Uh, and that's that's his like response. But whenever I see you, and I have seen you a couple times a to judge better. this, that uh, no, you just know how to respond in a way that's not kooky crazy. And I don't. I don't have like a thing of like you either. saying, wait, what? Not that stupid straight man line like that. But you under, like whenever I see you, I feel like you straight man in a funny way, like very well, and that you can stand up and go, all right, well, this is kind of weird, right? And like reverting back to the reality. And so I guess Connor doesn't like my here. improv after one show he saw. Here. So that's fine. I guess we can all I just have judge. Have a lot more um, after one show. That's but fine. yeah, I I really, really, really get impressed when I see someone do that because it's and everyone does. It's so impressive because it's listening and listening, responding, all of it. And that's why people write books on it. And that's why there's multi-million dollar industries of not multi-million. Yeah, that's not, it's improv. It's improv. Right now what's going through my head is multi-dollar. how do I pivot this conversation from complimenting? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Get right um, from, from garnering more compliments? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking earlier about just how you present yourself generally. Exactly. So when we, we bubble up from hearing this history of your life and you've been incredibly open and vulnerable talking about like experiences at re have and just kind of like figuring out different things about yourself um i would say for you now you seem like you have like a good amount of self-confidence would you say that um just to preface more uh, <laughs> what do you think do you feel self-confident about yourself well, or doesn't do you feel it depend like, pretty... like it depends on the context oh, yeah, yeah sure context is everything nothing happens in a vacuum uh yada 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 but uh at the end of the day sometimes okay because so right now this is confidence like what what you're your ability yeah. to open up on this podcast, yeah, I would say, is confidence. confidence. I will distinguish a difference right now between confidence and self-confidence. I think confidence okay. is great, but it's outward. Mm. It pushes it. outward. Yeah. It is something you emanate, and that's why 
presentation. Like Thayer just putting his shoulders back for the listeners at home. <laughs> that was confident and uh, just putting your shoulders back and presenting it outward. Self-confidence is much more inward yeah. and saying, oh, I got to put my shoulders back right now. Oh, I got to put my shoulders back right now and <laughs> do this just, because of this. Or just being like, I'm a valuable person, that kind of, like just inner. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and being okay with that. And I have what some people call obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> and though some people also call themselves doctors, and those doctors are... All agreeing. (laughs) And they write books about it. They prescribe medicines to me. They're all on the same page about what's happening. You have a thick file, Connor. Okay, whatever, guys. Uh, So (laughs) all that I was asking to say, like, when you you get to picking out socks in the morning and you're like, I want this specific mismatch or whatever, what do you what do you think of it? Like, what are you wanting to present or whatever? Ooh, ooh. What makes so decision? my line is, hey guys, there's just a big pile and I pick out two. Oh my gosh, look at him. He's carefree. Oh my god. Do you guys, hey, do you want to like date me? And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> this dude's a carefree dude. This dude's a carefree No, I pick out socks meticulously. I go through the pile. I choose which ones I want, uh, which ones I've worn recently, which ones have I seen you see me in. And I right? know which yeah. ones I've seen you yeah. No. I comment on them. That is, that is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, and there's no, there's no written record at all this is all no, in your mind because i convinced myself as soon as i write it down oh i'm crazy as long as i keep it but in it mind. sucks <laughs> exactly it sucks it's already crazy this is something where you're gonna have to convince me like you're like are you worried that people are gonna think that your socks are dirty because you or it's like you haven't washed yeah. them there was a moment in 10th grade pe class mm-hmm. uh where i was wearing boxer shorts. i was wearing ki- uh 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 kiwi boxer shorts and you know you have to change get up to different pants and boys are like oh shit this guy's this dude fag. <laughs> yeah but uh, boys locker room sucks no yeah and just because they're high. germy but anyway i took yeah, and someone reason. thought uh that i was wearing the same underwear again i wasn't and they said oh you should start wearing this oh gosh i have to pay way more attention now and from then on oh i set out a list of what do i wear especially on pe days like oh i can't wear these anymore and that's when it really started to yeah, like, one embarrassing sucks. moment in middle school and it's just like yeah but like does. also don't take a step back what are they gonna say but like this guy wears the same underwear like who cares exactly you know who cares exactly who, who cares uh, yeah, awesome. but do you so do you like uh, when you're thinking about socks are you thinking like i want to present you said i want to present it as like this is a casual dude is it also like exactly. i want to make people think i'm funny too, oh kinda? look, look how because i do that a lot with how All i dress exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um when i yesterday i was uh going to the theater and uh someone noticed i didn't wear a tie he's like oh no tie he's like fuck 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 <laughs> fuck uh <laughs> yeah um shit i forgot like that made Aww. me so upset I was like oh yeah this is the person i present myself here it was too hot for a tie but i was like sure oh, no crap yeah, i presented but, myself but like with this tie. it's like paul of Tompkins. But who cares yeah. who cares you're not wearing a tie. People know you wear ties. Connor it's like when I wear like a t-shirt once a year. People are like, "Oh, dude, you wearing a t-shirt?" That and I'm is like, weird. You're a button up. Yeah, and I'm like, then. "Yeah, I'm wearing a t-shirt today." And like, what are they gonna say? But that's that's a layer of uh that I need. And as my roommate and best friend Jared McAdams says, "Uh, hey, toughen up." <laughs> yeah. Whenever I reveal a lot of insecurities, he's like, "Yeah, you gotta like a uh, tough up there, buddy." <laughs> it's like, "Oh yeah, this isn't." A- you can sound like you have like a healthy like you encourage each other. That's cool. A uh, yeah, little bit. Yeah, shout out Once to him. Shout, uh, out yeah. to Jared, shout out to Jared. Shout out to Jared. Um we're going to be right back uh, after out. a word from our other sponsors. Um and yeah, uh excited to hear more. Hey guys, it's Jeff from Convince Me and I'm here to talk about Tough Print from HP. If you're like me, you're constantly tripping near the printer at work and breaking the machine with the weight of your body. <laughs> It's embarrassing, it's painful, and most of all, it costs your company thousands of dollars. But HP's Tough Print is built to handle any accident, so you can print with ease. At this point, I just can't even get the idea of falling out of my head when I walk near the printer, and I think that's why it's still happening. Um, But anyway... I don't know. It's just something that happens to me, and I'm glad I found this printer. Uh, go to hp.com and use the promo code Bark Bark Park to get 15% off your tough print. Bye. All right. Thank you to <laughs> Tough Print from HP. You know, have you guys so. ever had a repeat 
customer for commercials. <laughs> Jerry, uh, Jerry yeah. Honchak. Yeah, Jerry Honchak. We had a couple times. He I had, feel like business uh, has, has, would probably pay again. Darth Sidious ever come back? Oh, uh, with his uh, dark side turkey? Dark side turkey. Not was? yet. Uh, I also, I think uh, the bug lawyer. Is that Gary Hunchuck? Uh, that's not Jerry Hunchuck, but, but he did. Uh, he's not come back no. yet. But I'm I thought sure. he he had two commercials in the same episode. I think. So oh that's yeah, 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 yeah. Bug true. lawyer. Uh, he really paid and a lot. I remember the one from my episode. It was knives. Yeah, oh. knives. No, we don't have to revisit that. That was one. a cutting edge commercial. Ah, that was better than trying the to get a handle on itself. It. Oh my. Oh. Oh my God! No, rule of threes, rule of threes, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna get serrated. Mm-mm. That's a no for me. Mm-mm. That's a no for me. Oh, I just got dizzy from shaking my head at my own joke. <laughs> uh, now, are these real laughs or not? <laughs> these are those are you can tell. Yeah, I like I like I like Ben. Ben's a funny guy. It's it's very funny to see him do this to us. Like see what <laughs> me and Thayer's reaction. To, to to the jokes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What um, the hell? I, no, I agree with Jeff's that. Jeff's this improv comment. Just get into his head, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, you know, we're not we're not sparse with words on Convince Me. Last week, we, we called out Jake Fallon for uh, saying that he was a small to medium deal on, on I Twitter. I think he enjoyed that call out. I think he uh, he felt like that was some good... Um, good publicity. Good yeah, PR. good publicity. And he felt like, you know what? I'm not a small to medium comedian. We're an insult podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. First and foremost. Only for Jake Fallon. Um, I feel like we have a lot to close up. And, and I'm not going to make you do a closing argument. You can do a closing argument. But I also feel like we should maybe like go around, kind of summarize what we've learned today. Connor, from Connor. This is a very heady episode. It's, it's a great. very heady episode. I like I, there's it. a lot thank to wrap you, Thank up you here. for being so open. First Unfortun- of all, unfortunately, if you have any dangling remarks, you can talk about the closing art. But- um, yeah, this isn't so much a... Yeah, this is just I I like I like I like this pod. I I really do. I listen to it every week. Uh, I think it's really fun. Um, Dude, I'll pay you after. Thank I'd you like so much. Yeah, if if I I think I'd like people to listen to it more. I think it's very fun. It's just, uh, sometimes you guys really nail it with uh, the guests, and sometimes not this week. But uh, sometimes you nail it with the characters, like. Uh, what was the the Cleveland episode? That was one of my favorite oh, ones. Yeah. Gosh, Breck Denny. Breck yeah, Denny, uh, shut up. Jeff was bringing the friggin' heat, and now I'm not even talking about me. But uh, gosh, he's like Connor just has a crush on Jeff, I guess, I from all these comments. So funny. Yes, he's a please. funny guy. He's a very funny guy. What's his like? Does he have like a phone number? I don't, I don't. know that he uses yeah. a phone. You guys, yeah. I've oh, told I thought you we before. were just whispering. Jeff can hear this. I've told you. Oh, oh crap! Ben, I don't know a phone number. Let's go under the table. Okay, let's go. Okay, all right, we're under the table. Okay. Um. I dropped this fork. All right. Oh, Connor, we should clean that off, man. Uh, yeah. Are you okay with the dirty fork? It I seems like I'm good with the dirty I don't fork. think you are either. By the oh. way, well, Connor and Ben are gone. I just want to say I do have a phone number if you're listening. Um, it's 949-412-0763. And you can just call me anytime. I'm happy to you know, make new connections or anything like that. <laughs> well, let's get back up on top of that table, Connor. All right. Oh, you man. First. Jeff, I hope you didn't list your phone number while we were all under there. That would have been a real disappointment for us not to hear it. Oh, ow, no, ow, fuck, it. sorry. Yeah, was oh, your head. Oh, Connor, are you okay? You donked it. I, <laughs> you totally donked it, dude. Wait a second. Do you know where you are? Connor, we're recording a podcast about your life. Wait. What what year is it? What year is it? It's 2016. This is like our WTF episode. We'll get into your actor's pain. Connor runs to the window. No, no, no. Oh, my God. You blew it up. You blew it up. You donked it. You donked it. You donked it. No, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, no, guys. You guys, we record at Ben's house, which is right next to the Statue of Liberty. Oh, we live on Ellis Island. It's a cool recording studio. <laughs> it's cool. It is pretty cool. <gasps> it's all right. All right. Um, anyway, he donked it. Connor's back. Uh, are you Are you in your right mind? Did you remember where we are and who, what what year it is? Yeah, my name is Connor Hurley. Uh, I'm a rat dude with a bad attitude. That's and, true. Uh, That's all <laughs> accurate. Uh, for me, in my verdict, mm-hmm. uh, this is Ben. <laughs> Let's let's Is do like, like a what, we what we what learned. What we learned yeah, yeah. and how we're changed by this. That's yeah. great. Um, I also want to thank Connor. 
being incredibly vulnerable and and like still entertaining at the same time. I would say, man, uh, just hearing, I think hearing different people's experiences, hearing like how you think about yourself and the experiences you've been through to, to be yourself inspires me to be more introspective, think more about who I am and how I want to present myself to other people. I can relate to like mismatching socks. I do that sometimes or just trying to look silly, trying to be a funny person in the room, being too in your head. So that's great. So, I mean, as Connor's worked through some issues with, uh, for himself and become a healthier person, I want to become a healthier person, too. Oh Wear some gosh. cooler socks. I appreciate that, Agreed. man. Thank you. Agreed. Nice. Uh, for me, you know, I got to say, like, having that, and I'm not trying to belittle your experiences at all here, but having that, like, really struggle identity profound moment, I, I always think, like, as an artist, I haven't done that you know mm. and yeah i'm calling myself an artist but like i really feel like that's such an i uh such an identity thing and then coming out on the other side being who you are very cool so i think like finding your true self uh is great and that's uh that's an experience i definitely have not had so i think that's great i might mean, definitely struggle with a lot of the confidence issues as well <laughs> in bed <laughs> just kidding what <laughs> anyway uh you're a great guy i love what you're doing Big fan. Also, totally agree with the, uh, I never wear t-shirts or shorts, so I'm on board with that. When you said in bed, yeah. were you talking about, like, you feel like your sheets aren't adequate? Like, your thread count thing? Is that what you were referring yeah, to? Yeah, I feel like I'm really cheaping out of my sheets, you know? Cheat, cheat, cheap. Yeah, you're, I don't know, man. I haven't seen your sheets, but I got a feeling you did it fine. Do you guys want, like, a button you could press every time when he does a stellar joke? Like, it would never be used. It would never be used, yeah. I'm going to say, one, dressing. Um, I feel like I dress like I don't want to look like I'm trying. and I, it, I it's, That's coming off real strong. Exactly. <laughs> I, I kind of want to take a page out of your book and like not feel not worry about standing out. I don't know at work or just in general. Um, it, you do stand out. Like your your outfit stands out, but like in a good way. It looks good. I don't know. It's like you can't you can't argue with like fashion really when you do it right. Anyway. I can't argue with a well, Connor outfit. I, then I, I have to spend money. Yeah, I don't mean to derail it after, but the, I think the thing about clothes is it's the simplest compliment to give and the least vulnerable compliment yes. is, oh i like your shoes oh i had nothing to do with the process of these shoes yeah, i true. simply purchased them and paid 40 dollars. but just we're talking and right now we opened a conversation of, oh thank you so much sir i appreciate that and then that's already a tiniest connection but you didn't say anything about me you didn't do anything about me but it's, oh nice nice tie oh gosh thank you so much i appreciate yeah. that icebreaker yeah it's much different than being like Hey, you know, I I uh, enjoy how you show empathy to others. Yeah, that's that's, that's tougher. It's a little different, kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Mister Big Pill to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing, I guess, is uh, is just like being a very like jovial person or joking yeah. a lot. Like, I feel like I get to a lot of points in conversations where something awkward comes up, and I just kind of go like. Ah. Let's move on. But like, if I <laughs> look down at your phone, yeah, yeah, and like really try to get out of there. But like, maybe like I don't know if I'm like talking to someone. It. Double down. Like I, I had a conversation with someone recently who is just not adding a lot to the conversation. Like at a party, should I just be like, maybe I'll just be like, so you got anything to talk? No, that's good. That's mean. <laughs> now we're just being mean. No, that's great. But that's I don't what, know. I love like, that. It's edgier. Yeah. You know, like I just in general like facing those situations head on. I might try to do call that it a out. Bit. Yeah, I like that. So Jeff's going in with different kind of like uh, goals for conversation. Would you say? Yeah, like kinda social like... being social. I really I need to work on it. I've been I've been thinking lately. I need to work on my like party skills very badly. Yeah, clothes too. Clothes too. Um, sure. Clothes and party <laughs> skills. G- generally, anything that I could, uh, that could be your new book dude. or uh, yeah, clothes, clothes and, and party parties skills. too. Jeff Cop and watch out for it. I but mean, all in all, like I would gap. say, con- like like affected. You af- affect me. This oh, podcast affected. is called Affected. Like with an A, like, a fe- like made you um, feel something? Well, E? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a- yeah, yeah. A- a- Affect me. Yeah. yeah. Affect me. Affect me, our new Aww. show. Our new show. Warm in the heart. Um, I like that. It's like a nicer WTF. I mean, you saw some of my party skills here is I addressed Jeff and complimented him. And whenever you compliment someone on their work or what is it, like specific, really like c- comedy things, we have a, there's a website. And there's all these lists of people. And you can say, oh, I saw this show. Or, oh, oh, my best friend. Wait, what? Yeah. What were we talking Facebook? about? Like, we... a best friend, like, oh, 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 oh,
my best friend Alex Berg. Oh, I love I love that show last week. It's like, oh yeah, thanks, man. Are you saying go onto the website, look at the show they did, don't actually go to the show, but then compliment them on it? Well, I've done that. What are you talking about? Facebook? Oh, I might start doing that. I've done that. I, do, I don't have enough time to go to shows, but exactly. there are all these people in LA that I'm trying to like. So you're you just know. talking about lying? Yeah. <laughs> so That's party skills. Lying yeah, and yeah, telling lying people that they're boring at parties. That's what I learned today. That's a great takeaway. Um, oh, weird, look, weird note, but yes. Jeff has his own specific <laughs> membrane. He sees the world through. It looks like this was sort of a three out of three. It's it's an interesting episode. Yeah. I would say this. We is, all love Connor. I love this episode. Big I'm going to say yeah. it right now. Yeah. I don't care what you think, listener. <laughs> Call me, text me if you disagree. But I loved this episode. Wait, what's your phone number? <laughs> I don't know. Um, now we're going to do a little segment. And yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Segways. Segment. Jeff, you know, you're great at segways. I've noticed I'm about you. Oh. You're really good Thank at that. you. Thank you. I saw your show last week, man. My Segway show? Yep. Segways. Yeah, when so you guys good. were all on Segways, oh, yeah. riding Man. them around. Guys, just, what a concept. Not a bad idea for a live show. No, what a concept. Not, yes, uh, and, oh, this thing is wobbly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, how am I staying upright? I no. feel like this is an idea that we can't improvise right now. Like, where there's no way <laughs> we're going to get it. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I'm on two wheels. Wobbity <laughs> wobbity. Oh, I just got that. I just got that. I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. I just no. thought that you were on a segue. No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, that's the look of genuine realization in Jeff's eyes. I just got that. I'm really dumb. We have a segment? Right? Yes. Yeah, we have a segment. We got a, a segment. segment. Uh, just a fan. I mean, yes, yeah, it's just fan email. You know, a lot of you guys have been writing into the show, oh, yeah, yeah. so we thought it would be a... Good idea to just read a couple uh, on air. So uh, let's see what we got. And thanks, everyone, for writing in. So <laughs> Email. Homestar. Homestar. Email. Tunes. Games. Characters. Oh. I was like stereo, guys. Jeff, you might be too old for this. No, I'm not too old. All right, let's, uh... Too old. You've got mail. <laughs> oh, he's hey, old. Hey, good job, buddy. And by too old, I mean too young. All right, here's our first email. <laughs> Uh, this one is from uh, contact at dryloop.com. Aprovecha el evento Summer Drive de Mazda. Uh, Sounds like a uh, satisfied fan. Says, uh, right now you can act and buy a new Mazda. Or dear, sorry, dear Thayer, right now you can act and buy a good Mazda uh, if you come on down to the Mazda in the Glendale one so thank you so much for writing and really appreciate those kind like words a, someone who was real satisfied by one of our episodes I'm yeah like, so yeah. uh really appreciate that that's positive at least I, I have something to uh admit to everyone i um i entered like an uh, ipad contest that i saw on a website sure i, I don't see how that's related the but, banner uh-huh. and i used uh, convince me, me podcast at gmail.com <laughs> yeah just because i all my other ones are i think defunct. i think i do i i think all of us are doing that <laughs> okay good good okay. i don't know why that's relevant in this instance no, i just wanted to be upfront. that's a good side note <laughs> i know thayer uses it for some uh spurious websites uh yeah yeah do we want to hear some of those now? <laughs> no, no. Snopes.com? I mean, what's more spurious than that? Half the yeah. stuff they got on there are lies. Uh, here's one from Mr. Lamido Sanus, or Sanus. Uh, subject, your kind attention beneficiary. Call me for more information. Oh, wow. Uh, my name, so this is really great. My name is Mr. Lamido Sanusi. I'm the governor, central rank of Nigeria. Wow. Although we have fans in Nigeria. Just to notice, Wait a second. Just to notify you that your overdue inheritance fund has been gazetted to be released. Wow. This, okay. Well, thank you for writing in, Mr. Sanus. Is there any information on how we can get our inheritance fund from him? Is that addressed? I think that's addressed to me. No, I think that's addressed to me. This is Hold up. Well, let me. I think it's addressed to me. It says. Hey, silly boys from Convince Me at the top. We just need to, all three of us. We, need, we just need to send them our full name, our contact address, telephone okay. number, okay. age, current occupation, okay. and uh, just like copy Not, of our passport. It doesn't say bank routing number though, right? Because that that's how you know it's a scam. Yeah, no, this one doesn't. So I think we just send passport okay. numbers. I think we're good. Let me just uh, whip uh, out my passport. So thank you for writing in. Mr. I can't Sanus. offer my phone number. Can you guys, Connor, Ben? Can you guys turn away? Yeah, yeah. Second? Let's have our own side comment. Uh, right, just, just, just for a second. Right, hey, Connor, let's go. My phone number is nine four nine four one two zero seven six three. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, got it. Anytime. Hey, can, hey, can we come out now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Oh, you don't. My head too. Ow. Oh man, I'm gonna have a welt the size of a tennis ball. <laughs> you donked it. <laughs> you donked it. Guys, real quick, uh, one question about that email. What's up with that red on? <laughs> well, um, I think that's all the emails we have. We got two emails. Just two emails and uh... oh, now let's rule of threes. <laughs> Come on, let's get one more. Did one just pop up? Oh, it's a- oh yes, 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 yes. We have a oh, we got a follow up. Follow up. We have a, a, another one. It says Diego Elevento Summer Drive de Mazda again. So oh. it's back. Uh, this guy's a big fan. Huge fan. Uh, thank you, contact at driveloop.com. This is awesome. So we'll definitely. Can you just search iPad? Uh, we'll just... <laughs> Can you just, just to see? Because it hasn't shown up. Uh, and, uh, honestly, this is probably our last episode because of the inheritance we just got. So I'd like to apologize. Probably buy an iPad with that. Um, you, can... you know when you kind of want to win something? Can yeah. You just search iPad. iPad, okay. You're not searching it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I am. I got it. Uh, on Snopes. I'm on I'm on Snopes.com. It's a problem. <laughs> Spurious website, man. You should be careful. Yeah, I'm on Snopes. And that was fan emails. You've got email. <laughs> Guys, what a great episode. I feel like a sense of accomplishment welling up inside of me. I feel rejuved. Oh, you got some rejuve going on, I got buddy. my rejuves. Yeah, I got my rejuves today. Uh, you got the rejuves. I got rejuves. Uh, speaking of that red arm, Jeff, did you ever figure out what's up with that? No, arm? seriously. Like, did you ever see I the red arm? I haven't rewatched it. I I know what you're talking. He had a red arm, right? He had a red arm. Uh, yeah, C3PO. but you didn't know last time we talked C3PO. about this. It makes sense. It's not like I have to go back and watch the movie to to verify. <laughs> it seems it. like you might have to watch the movie unless you're all tricking me. Is this like a chore for you to watch The Force Awakens? It's a great movie. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, is it because of the female lead or maybe the african-american stormtrooper oh mother oh shit, oh, shit. Is it, oh boy right. let's turn to jeff thanks next time you want to hear something wacky <laughs> and rudely come back we have plugs oh we forgot plugs okay uh and now a special section we like to call you've got plugs oh that was funnier than mine okay <laughs> I said plugs for those listening. Um, Connor, you want to take it away? Yeah. Is it is this episode happened to be coming out in a couple hours? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Monday. Cool. Okay. Cool. Oh, Monday. Um. Shoot. Wait. Monday. When no. you have He's, you have stuff to plug no, this week? I have, I have stuff to I have stuff to plug. Uh, last sa- last Saturday of every month, come out to the Nerdist to see the Vanities sketch team. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Also, uh, the Nerdist that's at Nerd Melt Comics, right? Exactly in Los uh, Angeles, in Los Angeles, California. Um, also, if you want to swing by the Pack Theater on September second, I am the lead in a staged pilot up, uh, written by Sam Brown of the Whitest Kids You Know. Oh wow! Um, Whoa. Wow. Oh, Congratulations, Connor. How could we, uh, if we wanted to find out how to f- see that, do you know if there's a website? Oh, or? yeah. Just go to thepacktheater.com. Seven okay, nights cool. of comedy every week. If you, uh, pay what you can. If you tweet that at us, we'll retweet it so people can see it on Ooh, our Twitter feed. I'll sign up for a Twitter right okay. away. You can do it through Jazz Pizza. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, 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 yeah. And Jazz Pizza will never die. Uh, I'll hail the king of sketch. Jazz Pizza. I agree. <laughs> at Jazz Pizza on Twitter, is that correct? Jazz Pizza Sketch. <laughs> at Jazz Pizza just Sketch. In, yeah, just in case you didn't know. Yeah. Okay, cool. At Jazz Pizza Sketch on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, check it out. Thayer and Connor and former get, uh, Convince Me friend Caitlin Cohen. Oh, That's yeah, right. friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Yeah, she, yeah she's not a former friend. <laughs> former guest, friend of the podcast. Former you got friend. it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She's not a former friend. I'm going to plug uh, doing a show at UCB Sunset. It's like a sketch bit show compilation of emo-themed sketches. We all remember the days of emo music. Uh, ben and Thayer are starring in the sketch. Um, I'm not actually in it. More of a writer. And uh, it's this Friday at 1030? What's that called? Um, yeah, uh, tell all your friends uh, an emo-themed bit show at UCB Sunset. Oh, I think I've seen that at another theater. Yes. Well, they did. It's they did, different each it's time. Different. Yeah. It's different. But you no, know, it's a fun show. Yeah. I'll yeah. Come out and see it, man. You guys yeah. heard a dashboard confessional? Maybe Taken Back Sunday? Come to this show. <laughs> okay. Uh, not, not much to plug for me. My Chemical Romance? Oh, rule of threes. 
Sorry, go ahead, Bear. That's good. That's good. Uh, nothing to plug for me at Jazz Pizza Sketch. I'll uh, say check out Connor's show. That's it. You know, that's it. Yeah, uh, well, Thayer and I will be at Jeff's show, so that's probably all we had to plug. Uh, I'm a maybe, yeah, but <clears throat> you could. <laughs> Uh, uh, look up loser celebrities. Uh, yeah, on oh, loser celebrities. Oh, I'm just passing by. Oh, wait, who is this fellow? What's your it's name, me fellow? Outside the window, I'm on the Statue of Liberty, as we've established this geography. That's right. What's your What's your name, sir? My name is Big Belly. <laughs> oh, Big Belly. Uh, oh let me God. throw you a grappling hook. God <laughs> pierced me. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! It's hard to miss. Uh, it's pretty big. I should have thought of that. It's pretty big. Oh no, he's falling off. Oh, uh, yeah, he's definitely. Oh, dead. big belly. Oh Donk. no. He donked it. Oh my goodness. Did you guys notice he had a specifically colored cast on? I gotta ask, what's up with that red arm on big belly? And next time you want to hear something wacky and woodily, come back to Convince, convince me. me. Affect me. What's up with that red arm? Oh, and uh, Connor, you know the deal. Get within, like, two inches to an inch. Yeah, and then when I open out here, I could say, Fine size! Yeah, exactly. Tis the thrill of a lifetime! I like it. I like it a lot. Mike's skills. I love it. Mike's skills are on point. You're going to have to Mike's Mike's skills made it.